We've talked a lot about the Chicago Bulls setting their identity and tone early in training camp. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about why the first 25 games of the season for the Chicago Bulls are really going to help them set that identity. We're going to get into all that, plus the Bulls signing Henry Drell, the Kevin Porter situation, and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm the host here, Hayes. You guys can follow the channel at Bulls Central Pod on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. And first up, we want to talk about the Chicago Bulls' first 25 games of the season. Now, this first 25 games is really going to be the key factor in the Bulls being whatever they're going to be this season. This is going to be when you talk about trial through the fire. The Chicago Bulls have a really difficult stretch to start their, their uh, season off. And, you know, how they perform over that is going to be really telling to what the Chicago Bulls season is going to be overall, right? So when you look at the Chicago Bulls' first 25 games of the season, they have four games against the uh, defending champion Miami Heat, right? The Eastern Conference champion, I should say. Uh, we also have three games against the Milwaukee Bucks. We have two matchups against the Denver Nuggets, which won the NBA title. And we have one game against the Suns and the Celtics. That is a nice amount, a big chunk of your games, right? When you look at the first 25 games for the Chicago Bulls. And so we have the ninth hardest schedule in the NBA between October 25th, the start of the season, and December 16th. And so because of that, that is going to be a nice kind of way to judge where this team is at this season. Now, I'm not saying that they need to come in and dominate all 25 games. I, I think that is actually maybe a little bit tough, uh, a tough road to start with the Chicago Bulls. But considering you have new, two new pieces on this team, they're going to hopefully play big parts. You're hoping for growth from your young players, which we've talked a lot about over the last week or so. That that first 25 games is going to tell you who your team is. You're, you're also going to be challenged. You're going to have hopefully some close games. You're going to need to come and and, and and have players in DeMar DeRozan, Nikola Vucevic, Zach Levine really step up in a lot of those games. And your role players are going to hopefully be able to figure out how they need to help best support that core three, right? As well as Billy Donovan's coaching, things like that. The first 25 games, this is the hardest 25 games to start the season for the, that the Chicago Bulls have had in the last five years, according to strength of schedule. And that's what makes it even more important that the Bulls really set their tone early in these first 25 games. And so if the Bulls can come out of that, right, and I'm not going to do a record prediction as of yet or anything like that, but if the Bulls can come out of that first 25 games with, God forbid, if they can't even come out with a winning record, it would really, I think, change a lot of, of the of the of the fans and more pessimistic fans mindset. But as we know, with the Chicago Bulls team, they fell off the cliff after the All-Star break before, even though last year we played much better after the All-Star break. But And that's not to say that every game is tough over the first 25 games. No, we have our games that the Bulls should absolutely be favored in. But when you come in and you have the ninth hardest schedule through the first quarter of the season, basically, a little bit over quarter, the quarter of the season, basically third of the season, when you have that, it 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 I like the fact that the Chicago Bulls have a tough schedule to start personally, right? I would much rather have a tough schedule to start and to see really how this team measures up and then have an easier schedule to end it. Because between from December 17th to the end of the season, the Chicago Bulls actually have the fifth easiest schedule, right? So you look at that. We start off the, the NBA uh, season with the ninth hardest schedule. We finish with the fifth easiest schedule. So 
if the Bulls go through that trial by fire to start their season off, it's going to be, you know, I'm not going to necessarily say it gets easier because you never know with injuries, you never know what teams are going to make trades, you never know what teams are going to come together and be much better than what's expected on their strength of schedule now. But the Chicago Bulls, with that first 25 games, have to set a tone, they have to set an identity, they have to uh, sustain a certain level of play, and they have to figure out who the hell they are as a team, something that we're still looking for after three years now of this team being together. So because of all those things, that is why it is an important 25-game stretch for the Chicago Bulls, and we'll see if they're able to come out of this. Like I said, if they come out with a winning record, right? Let's just say that they're able to do that. If they come out with a winning record, that I think would change some of the perception that a lot of more of the pessimistic Bulls fans have. But more importantly than changing the per- the perception that some people have, I think it would tell the Bulls a lot about themselves, right? This has been a team that has not been able to keep up the energy. This has been a team that you can tell when their body language changed, when teams go on long runs, things like that, uh, that when when the team mentally checks out of a game. But now that, that you know, if they go through this and, and come out with a winning record, it, I hope it's above 500, but with a winning record, I think it would go a long way to change that, right? You would have the, you would see the team carry themselves a little bit differently as well. And hopefully over that stretch of time, it tells us about the type of season Zach Levine's going to have. We'll get to see the growth from Kobe White, Patrick Williams, uh, Io DeSumo, Daylon Terry's going to be a role. I think at that point in time, we'll have more than our rotation set and kind of know who has earned those spots in that rotation and everything will kind of be even. Again, that's barring any injuries or anything like that but an important 25-game stretch for the Chicago Bulls, and we'll see what they can bring, right? We'll see if they can bring it, if they can bring the much-needed intensity. Billy Donovan's coaching uh, is going to be, you know, up to the level of par in that. We'll, we'll know who our starting lineup's going to be at that point in time because we still have those questions around the starting point guard, things like that. I think this is a really important stretch for that Chicago Bulls team. And so especially when you look at all four of our games against the Miami Heat or within the first 25 games of the season, now the Miami Heat, I know not everybody is expecting them to be kind of what they were last year, considering the pieces that they lost. Uh, It recently came out that they're going to be, you know, going back into those trade talks for Dame Lillard. So, you know, it even went so far to say, I think it was Shams to say that Dame Lillard will either be on the Portland Trail Blazers or the Miami Heat uh, in training camp with one of those two teams. That's it. Those are the only two options. So, you know, we'll see what the Miami Heat look like, but even the three games against the Milwaukee Bucks, right? This is a team that, we played okay at times. We did beat them last season uh, in the regular season. But, you know, overall, you know, that that Milwaukee Bucks team is is heads and shoulders above the Chicago Bulls right now with expectations, right? Two games, both your games against the defending NBA champion happen in the, in the first 25 games of the season as well. We'll see how the Suns and Celtics end up shaping up. Those are two teams that are still, you know, projected to be much better than the Chicago Bulls but had tons of changes and they're trying to figure out how that roster is going to shake out as well. But, you know, we'll, we'll end up seeing from the start of the season to December 16th, it's a it's a tough schedule for the Chicago Bulls. And so let me know what you guys think. And looking at that schedule, hearing that the Chicago Bulls have the ninth hardest schedule in the NBA from the start of the season till December 16th, how, how does that make you feel about going into the season and, this, and the team kind of being able to set their tone, set their kind of expectations, set their level of play, all of that, right? And even in that as well, uh, we don't face... So just as a aside, we don't face the Philadelphia 76ers any in that first 25 games. We do face them in our 27th game of the season, though, so we face them shortly thereafter. All three of our matchups against the Philadelphia 76ers are actually after uh, the first 25 games, so you know that's something to be said. That's going to be a big test. We know what Joel Embiid has done to the Chicago Bulls. We have most of our matchups against the Cleveland Cavaliers also after the first 25 games, so there's still absolutely tough stretches, right? There's tough road 
uh, stretches and things like that for the Chicago Bulls after the first 25 games of the season. But they're really going to be able to set, I think, their identity and their tone in that first 25 games. But you guys can let me know what you think on all that down below. But all right, moving into the next topic for today, the Chicago Bulls have signed Henry Drell to a camp uh, deal. Now, this shouldn't be too shocking. He's been in the Chicago Bulls system for the last two years, both uh, playing with the Windy City Bulls in uh, 2021-22 and 22-23. He's been on their summer league team the last two years as well. Henry Drell has drawn a lot of comparisons to a player like Max Struth, right? But, you know, I'm glad that the Bulls are keeping them in their system. We've talked about how the Bulls have let so many players go over the last, you know, 10 years or so that have gone on to really find careers and thrive elsewhere. Henry Drell is kind of a mixed bag, right? He's a 6'8 wing player who's a 200 pounds, right? He shot the ball in the G League last season from three at a 33% clip. He's kind of known as a shooter that hasn't really had like the mind-blowing shooting numbers, but his size, his ability to stretch the floor, his efficiency shooting overall at 47% from the field, you know, the Bulls would do right. And he's only 23 years old, right? So, and he just turned 23 uh, in April. So it's not like he's, you know, he'll turn 24 by the end of the season, but this is a young guy that the Chicago Bulls are clearly invested in. And bringing him in on a camp deal, it gets him a little bit more extra money, even if he does end up being on that Windy City Bulls team. So they're taking care of their guys like they took care of the two guys they signed to Exhibit 10 deals. But the Bulls are just filling out that roster, filling out the training camp roster. Uh, hopefully the training camp is an intense set of practices for that Chicago Bulls team. And Henry Drell is going to be one of those players that we also look at when we do our G League update episodes. You guys know uh, if you've been following the channel for a while this upcoming season, I will do uh, once a week videos on catching up on everything that's going on with the Windy City Bulls down in the G. So be tuned in for that. Henry Drell is going to be a player that I expect to talk about a lot. But overall, not anything too crazy here, but it is something that I do think, um, you know, it's it's good that the Bulls are keeping players in their system. I, I know a lot of us wish it would have been Javon Freeman Liberty, but, you know, it is what it is there, man. So shout out to Henry Drell for getting his money. But before we go, we have to talk about the topic that I know most NBA and basketball-related channels are going to be talking about, and it's an unfortunate situation with Kevin Porter Jr., who was arrested for assault and domestic violence. And, uh, you know, the situation just got more weird by the day. Uh, We heard about it, uh, the fact that he was arrested, the fact that he beat up his girlfriend. And then shortly thereafter that, uh, you know, more details came out that, you know, she was actually asleep when the assault started. He ended up, like, breaking one of the vertebrae in her her back or in her neck or something like that. And so fractured the vertebrae, I guess, is the proper terminology to use in that case. And ultimately, you know, I know that, of course, everyone's going to look at what the NBA is doing. And the NBA has already come out and said that, you know, they're going to do an investigation and things like that, which they should do. But, you know, uh, Kevin Porter Jr. is probably going to do some jail time. And I know some people look at the whole Miles Bridges thing and they, they'll they say something like, oh, well, the NBA doesn't care. Look, Miles Bridges is back uh, in the NBA. And, you know, that's a valid statement. I do think the jail time is going to be the, the key thing here and to see what the justice system does in that case. But, you know, this is a guy that even the team that he signed to in the Houston Rockets understood that there was a chance that he was going to do something stupid. Not necessarily this, but when you look at them, partially guaranteeing a deal of the size that he got right and part of the reason that was quoted was his off the court issues as why they only partially guaranteed that deal and so you know Kevin Porter Jr. sits in a situation where you know basketball of course has to be the 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 last thing on his mind right now he needs to be focused on getting the therapy whatever else that he needs uh going through the legal system and and seeing what's going to happen there but you know our justice system is we'll end up seeing right on what's going to happen with uh that but like 
you know, you know, the Houston Rockets are probably going to release this deal. The the NBA can also void out his deal with their new in the new CBA. They do have domestic violence uh, provisions in that. So, you know, the NBA is already starting to look at those things as well. But, you know, all eyes are going to be on the NBA to see how seriously they take this because they were criticized and have been about the Miles Bridges thing. So, you know, the last quote that came out from then is that we're in the process of gathering information surrounding the matter involving Kevin Porter Jr. We have no further comment at this time. So, you know, we'll see, man. Um, uh, we'll see, man. So right now, the, the Houston Rockets themselves, the franchise is not allowed to do any type of punishing action while the NBA is still uh, concluding or doing their investigation. So, you know, we'll see with that. Um, but there is that domestic violence provision in that new CBA that has in place that the NBA can void out his contract. So, you know, you know, it is what it is, man. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr. has been a trouble player, um, has always had off the court issues. Um, and so, you know, it's unfortunate to see this is unfortunate. And, you know, the, the fact that his girlfriend had to go through this, who was a WNBA free agent herself, she actually played, I think, or were drafted by the Chicago Sky, uh, but played for the Indiana Fever and things like that. It's it's hugely unfortunate. And so I'm glad that the league is launching their investigation. But, you know, how seriously they take this is going to be something that all people watch. And so, you know, outside of the justice system part of it, uh, you know, we'll see. He does need to do some jail time, in my opinion, because it's unacceptable. And you guys know I did a video on the Miles Bridges thing. And um, it was such a serious topic that I wanted to talk about that. I made sure I didn't even monetize that video because I didn't want anybody to think that I was, you know, talking about it or grasping that uh, topic to kind of generate clicks and stuff like that because I, I truly feel like and if you guys have known me outside of my sports podcasting with the awakened soul which is this podcast that I really started my podcast the podcasting journey uh, that I'm on with is that domestic violence is something that's completely unacceptable to me and we we have uh, live in a generation of weak-minded ass men and that's just something that I'm going to stand on if I lose a couple of subs from it I don't give a shit um because we just live in a generation of weak ass these 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 dumbass, uh, false leader, uh, alpha, think they alpha red pill men that just are honestly just idiots. And they're mama's boys who they didn't get told no or, or they didn't get loved on enough. And, they, and they're angry against the world, whether they realize it or not. And not saying that Kevin Porter Jr. is that. I don't know enough about the man. But I'm just saying people who are going to be triggered by me talking about this topic and not being all the, well, let's wait out. What did the girl do? All that stupid shit. This is an unacceptable situation, in my opinion. And I'm going to stand on that. And there's no excuse room for domestic violence on either side right that's abuse in either way and so kevin porter jr hopefully he gets the needed growth and wake up call that he needs but jail time may be coming and with that also he may be getting uh blackballed from the nba and we'll see what that story ends up saying in the long run but that's my time for today guys make sure you guys are following the channel at bull central pod you can send us any feedback questions comments concerns bullcentralpod.gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for our mailbag episode, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys, and we've been doing it for two years. And like I like to end every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See red if you can, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of The Break, Break, Break Media. Media.